A new hydrogen consumer market is opening up in Europe. Rolls-Royce is jumping into the hydrogen game. And it's not what you think. And a consortium led by Shell is selected by the Department of Energy to demonstrate feasibility of large-scale liquid hydrogen storage. All of this on today's Hydrogen Podcast. So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? And where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. In a press release from Falcon Food Services, another Falcon first with introduction of hydrogen-powered appliances. Falcon, which is the leading UK commercial catering equipment manufacturer, recently announced the introduction of a range of hydrogen-powered commercial catering equipment to its portfolio. The company has been working for several years on the project, linking with Intertech International, the research and engineering consultants, and hydrogen specialists. According to Peter McAllister, managing director of Falcon, we are incredibly proud to be the first to market with these products. Introducing hydrogen-ready appliances is vital if the food service industry is to meet its net-zero carbon commitments. The team at Intertech, in conjunction with our research and development, have done a brilliant job in developing the appliances and gaining the necessary approvals and certification. The range of products is designed for on- and off-grid use to support the UK government's efforts in scaling up low-carbon hydrogen supply. Now, while this is a slight detour from the normal news that we cover, it is important. As more utility networks try inserting hydrogen into their pipelines, it's important to know that appliance manufacturers are taking that into account, and even more so, designing new models to best utilize the introduction of hydrogen. Next, in a press release from Rolls-Royce on October 15th, Rolls-Royce launches MTU Hydrogen Solutions for power generation. Rolls-Royce is further developing its MTU gas engine portfolio for power generation and cogeneration to run on hydrogen as a fuel and thus enable a climate-neutral energy supply. Already today, gensets powered by MTU Series 500 and Series 4000 gas engines can be operated with a gas blending of 10% hydrogen. Beginning in 2022, operation with a hydrogen content of 25% will be possible. According to Perry Kuiper, president of Sustainable Power Solutions at Rolls-Royce Power Systems, after intensive tests on test benches and pilot installations at customers in 2022, Rolls-Royce will continuously market new MTU Series 500 and Series 4000 gas engines beginning in 2023 for use with up to 100% hydrogen. And on a design-to-order basis, conversion kits to allow already installed gas engines in the field to run on 100% hydrogen also. And according to Andreas Gertz, Vice President of Power Generation at Rolls-Royce, the decarbonization of power generation requires reliable, flexible, but also climate-neutral power plants to supplement the fluctuating generation from wind and sun. We assume that natural gas will initially be the primary fuel in the development of the hydrogen ecosystem, but we see hydrogen as technically and economically possible. That is why we continue to develop our gas engines for use with green hydrogen, whether as a 10 or 25% admixture or for 100%. Now, in addition, fuel cells powered by 100% green hydrogen can play an important role in future energy supply, 
in combination with renewable energies. At its Friedrichshafen headquarters, Rolls-Royce's Power Systems Division has installed a 250-kilowatt fuel cell demonstrator, which will be used to test and present future CO2-free energy systems to consumers. The entire hydrogen ecosystem, including the infrastructure for supply, conversion, test benches, and future production, is also being mapped in the company's own plants, thus building up expertise. So great news by Rolls-Royce, and a move that frankly I didn't expect. But it's great to see that they're targeting such a fast turnaround to convert their gas system generators to go from 25% hydrogen next year to 100% by 2023. And I'll be curious to see just how quickly they can scale this up. And lastly, in a press release by McDermott International on October 13th, a shell-led consortium selected by the Department of Energy to demonstrate feasibility of large-scale liquid hydrogen storage. A consortium of public, private, and academic experts led by Shell International Exploration and Production, which is a subsidiary of Royal Dutch Shell, is pioneering an ambitious path to enable large-scale liquid hydrogen storage for international trade applications. This is a largely untapped field with potential for advancing the global commercialization of hydrogen as an accessible, affordable, and low-carbon energy commodity. Shell and the consortium partners, which include McDermott's CBNI Storage Solutions, NASA's Kennedy Space Center, Gen H2, and the University of Houston, have been selected by the U.S. Department of Energy's Hydrogen and Fuel Cell Technologies Office to demonstrate that a large-scale liquid hydrogen tank with a capacity ranging from 20,000 to 100,000 cubic meters is both feasible and cost-competitive at import and export terminals. The DOE has awarded $6 million to finance the project, and Shell and CBNI Storage Solutions will provide an additional $3 million each for a total project fund of $12 million. According to Yuri Spreads, Chief Technology Officer for Shell, a cost-effective long-range hydrogen supply chain can have a transformative impact in shaping a sustainable future for energy. Our consortium recognizes that this project can become a cornerstone in making that future possible. It's a sizable engineering challenge, but we have the right people, partners, and outlook to deliver the first-of-its-kind liquid hydrogen storage technology. And in a quote from Samik Mukherjee, Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer for McDermott International, McDermott is leveraging the 60 years of liquid hydrogen storage technology expertise of our CB&I storage solutions business to exponentially scale up safe capacity thresholds to meet growing demands. This consortium will accelerate that momentum as we work together to advance the next generation of sustainable energy. The consortium will collaborate to develop a technically innovative and economically viable concept design for the large-scale liquid hydrogen storage tank. Additionally, the group will engineer and construct a scaled-down demonstration tank that will be tested to validate the feasibility of the design and the thermal model for commercial scale design. And according to Cody Bateman, founder and CEO of GenH2, which is a leader in liquid hydrogen infrastructure, GenH2 is focused on establishing efficient manufacturing capabilities and repeatable processes to mass-produce standard solutions for hydrogen production, liquefaction, storage, and transfer. He says that they're excited to be a part of this consortium in demonstrating the viability of liquid hydrogen storage solutions that will facilitate a global shift to carbon-free energy. And according to Adam Swanger, NASA Principal Investigator for the Cryolab, 
The cryogenics test laboratory at Kennedy leverages its experience in supporting space exploration to provide cryogenic services for government and industry partners. Cryogenic expertise and experimental testing and technical standards for energy-efficient cryogenics on Earth and in space. For many years, Kennedy has had the largest liquid hydrogen storage tanks in the world, and we're excited to lend our years of experience in working with liquid hydrogen and liquid nitrogen to assist with this project. This project aims to advance the U.S. as a global energy leader in liquid hydrogen-based international supply chain development and facilitate the commercialization of both blue and green hydrogen export opportunities. The insulation technology, cryogenic testing equipment, and thermal model developed under this program aims to have widespread benefits for several liquid hydrogen applications. This public, private, and academic endeavor will support the goals of the Department of Energy's H2 at scale and hydrogen shot initiatives, bringing stakeholders together in an effort to reduce the cost of clean hydrogen and advance its role in energy transition. As we all know, hydrogen can do a lot of things for a lot of people, but being able to be transported easily isn't one of them. If this consortium can manage to develop a tank capable of transporting large amounts of hydrogen over great distances, that could be a huge game changer for the hydrogen economy. And I'm hoping that there will be consistent updates on this project. All right, that's it for me, everyone. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's episode, come and visit me at my website at thehydrogenpodcast.com. I would love to hear from you. And as always, take care, stay safe. I'll talk to you later. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www.thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.